Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jeff Pelletier. The purpose of our podcast is a simple question. Why is Israel important? Over the next many episodes, my partner Neil Johnson and I will seek to answer this question. There are just barely over 14 million descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the world today, and about five and a half million of them live in Israel. The rest are scattered across and among the nations. For the sake of our podcast, Israel is both a country and a people. Welcome back, folks. This is Jeff Pelletier with Neil Johnson. Israel, why is the Middle East important? Uh, In our last episode, we talked about uh, a a current day uh, event that uh, was possibly going on. Israel and Saudi Arabia conducting uh, talks to normalize relationships. So uh, we're going to continue on the current event theme because uh, right after that broadcast, uh, Hamas, which is a terrorist organization, attacked Israel and killed 1,400 people in one day. And uh, that's uh, an amazing amazing number of people in one day. And they basically uh, slaughtered those people and they they were brutal about, about how they did it. And Israel has decided uh, as we as we have this broadcast, that they uh, are done with that type of behavior towards them, and they have set about a process to uh, stop that from ever happening again. Now, as that's occurring, what we've noticed, what Neil and I have noticed, is that uh, it's people started out being with Israel, but as time has passed, and it's been about ten days now, people are saying, "Wait, no, hang on." There should be a truce. We should have a ceasefire. Just like that, it's turned. And so we're going to talk about why that's happening. Because here's the, here's the deal, folks. If Israel stops right now and starts talking and they have a peace agreement, Israel is done. Neil and I today are going to ask you to journey with us to talk about why the worm is turning. Why is the world turning away from Israel, who is the victim, and saying, no, no, no? But it's uh, incredibly important uh, that we help our Christian brothers and sisters understand that Israel is not irrelevant to the world. Yeah, very, very true. And uh, you are right in that uh, Israel is now being portrayed as the aggressor. They are being portrayed through images as being uh, like Russia in the Ukraine, as being the evil, mm-hmm. and that they should be more proportional. In other words, if we <laughs> kill a few of you, who cares? Let's go back to normal. If you simply say, God is not involved in any form or fashion in this event, it's just evil Israel with a military 
taking, wreaking havoc on Palestinians, quote-unquote, in the Gaza Strip especially. Yes. Uh, then you have to say, okay, then they have no right, that being Israel, to exist. They have no right to do this. They are being evil and punitive. Uh, but if you say, wait a minute, I think there's a God involved and he has a plan and he the, uh, the, all these writings that you and I have talked oh about, Psalm 83, the war, and many, all the many, many shows. Many yes. shows. Yes. Uh, then you say, wait a minute, something else is going on. Yes. There's a spiritual aspect to this, yep. which is again what, yeah. what we were told, what we've been told uh, many times in yep. the New Testament writings yep. uh, uh, from the Jewish uh, prophets yep. and disciples saying, hey, your war is not against. Of flesh and blood, it is against powers and principalities, and that's what we want people to understand. So, Neil, why why is what's causing this in in Christianity? What's causing it in the Christian Church or in the world that uh, it, we're done with Israel? It's just a country. It's it, it's not a it's not an important. I mean, it's it, it's Jewish people, but it's just a country like all the other countries. There's nothing special about it. What? How can we? landed there. Right, and, and, and that again is just ignoring or being ignorant of all of the promises that God said, I have chosen Israel. I never slumber or sleep when it pertains to Israel. Mm-hmm. Anybody who blesses Israel will be blessed. Anybody mm-hmm. who curses will be cursed. Mm-hmm. If you attack Israel in any way, form or fashion, uh, you, you are sticking your finger in my eye. Uh, all of those are either not known, mm-hmm. not discussed, or discussed in a way that would pertain to the church as opposed to very specifically Israel. Yeah. And that has been some of the uh, reason and rationale for some people to say, what difference does it make? Israel, the, they're just a people and they're evil. Mm-hmm. We've gone to great lengths to try to point out, no, God has a plan and a purpose yeah. and we're seeing it yeah. unfold in front of our days. Unfortunately, yeah. people are far more, especially today and maybe always, influenced by images but let me ask you this then, before you go there. Uh, before you go there, in the, my my focus is my focus in this discussion is the church itself. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how what 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 kind of teaching has entered into the church, right? That causes Christian churches to say, "Well, you know, it's tough tough dots what they're going through over there." But you know, it's you know, we gotta we gotta move on because you know it's it's. What about those Palestinians? You know, what about those? I mean, they're they're going to kill all those people. Right. I mean, what, Israel should you know behave. Sure. You know, they're just they, they shouldn't be a bully to those people. I right. Mean, they only killed fourteen hundred of them. Right. So they should maybe at at best kill fourteen hundred uh, Palestinians. Uh, yeah. Then they're even. At right? best, yeah. and then it's even, yeah, and then yeah. I'll feel better. Yeah. But yeah. again, Jeff, you, you what's know, what's going on in the church? I don't well, get that. Well, I think where you're headed, and, and what we talked about beforehand, is there's all kinds of concepts and doctrines and dogmas that that Christians have that are either outright taught mm-hmm. or subtly hinted at. Or wink, wink, nod, nod, you just know how it works in your church. And mm-hmm. whether that's preterism, mm-hmm. supersessionism, or replacement theology, that's right, a fancy right. word for replacement theology. Replacement theology, yeah. Or any other attempts to negate the centrality of Israel, yeah. uh, they are, uh, somebody that would adhere to those are guilty of being anti-God. Anti-God. And that's the only way you can put it, is that if you embrace any of the things that diminish or negate the centrality of Israel, which is what we're seeing yeah, today, yeah. 
you are, and of course our audience would never hopefully uh, think this because yeah. they're predominantly believers yeah. or they yeah. wouldn't be listening to this, yes. right? Right. Uh, the Muslims aren't listening to it as far as we know. The right. leftists could care right. less. Right. It's all relative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mean old Goliath is, is, is fighting David, and in this case they've completely turned it on end. Mm-hmm. They've made the David, Israel, the Goliath. Yeah. Uh, really, you're fighting Iran, who's yep. supported by President Biden to the tune of billions and billions, billions of dollars. Of dollars. Yeah, yeah, thousands yeah. and thousands of their uh, missiles are raining on this small little dot on the globe this that God said, I never yep. sleep, I never yep. slumber, yep. I never, you know, Israel is my portion, my inheritance, all these things. Unfortunately, uh, Christians who just watch the news or get their belief system from the news and not from the documents are very susceptible to uh, believing that it is mean old Goliath Israel Uh harming and coming against passive, nice, sure they killed a few babies and so on, but that, right, Uh, and making it a David and Goliath but with Israel the evil and the giant when really Israel is the uh, the victim. David they're the surrounded. Victim. Yeah, they're, they're surrounded, surrounded by enemies. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing thing, and so, so, uh, so the church uh, has has lost its way regarding Israel, or they've taken a detour. So you mentioned preerism a second ago, and which lead to replacement theology that that the uh, Jewish nation, the Israel, is no longer a factor. It doesn't matter. God is done with them. And a lot of preterists think, well, you know, A.D. 70, that was the judgment of God. The temple was destroyed. Israel was destroyed. Jesus said it in Matthew 24. He predicted it was going to happen. And at that point, it was done. And the Son of Man, you know, was judging uh, Israel. And that was the end of Israel right then and there. And there wasn't anything there to speak of until 1948. Right. And, of course, uh, Jeff, uh, if you go along with that line of thinking, again, it it requires you to uh, either be ignorant of, that's not stupid, just be, I didn't know, or deliberately block out all the promises of God saying, in spite of yourselves, I will be with you, I will love you, I will take care of you forever. 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 And and, uh, God gave uh, Abraham uh, the land forever an eternal covenant he does it about three times in the course of a few chapters in genesis where he tells him it's yours it's yours it's yours forever it's for forever and so we have to read the bible with a different mindset entirely right to believe that god's done with israel Right, and that Abrahamic covenant, it's, it's one of many covenants. Yep. Sometimes it's called the Palestinian covenant or the land covenant or the Abrahamic covenant. Uh, as you said, it's, very, it's, it's, it's in uh, Genesis in very few chapters, but it's specifically as he defines it and refines it, yeah. it's to a certain people group, uh-huh. Israel. Israel, and, as, and he talks about right. Isaac. Mm-hmm. He, he mentions Isaac directly, directly, right? And then Isaac's children, uh, child Jacob, Jacob, and then Jacob's twelve sons. It's right. a lineage of people. That's exactly, and right. that becomes Israel. Right. And those twelve tribes, right, 
God takes them through the desert from his, from Egypt and gives them gives them the land. That's right. Right. They get the land. That's right. And and they have to defend themselves many many times, and of course he makes a covenant with them relative to that kingdom. Right. So they wanted a king, and they got a king. Samuel gave them a king, and uh, that became a. And, and God said, "Okay, you can have a king, but here's what's going to be: if if the king follows me, and if the king is is good." It will be good for you if the king is not good and the king doesn't follow me. It's not going to be good for you. And, yeah, that's the way it worked out. Right, right. And, and you don't have to be any <coughs> genius uh, to, to, to look at the failures of Israel. Oh, oh my gosh. It's, it's a very simple thing oh, to yeah. do. Uh, and what, what book that wants you to believe in it points out the failures? Yeah. Not but, any of them do. N- none of, that that right. was going to be yeah. my point. Yeah. Is only yeah. in the Bible does yeah. it point out. Yeah. Failed failed failed, 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 failed again. <laughs> anyway, enough Oops, of that. failed again. But that's the good news because yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, Jeff, but I can say, wow, sounds like me. Failed, 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 failed I, I blew totally it, failed. Agree. And yeah. God says, I am not done with you. I so give you another chance. If, another God, chance. if God's done with Israel, then yeah. how secure is the church? If I, I the, the verse that's in my head right now, I forget. It's if my people who are called by my name will turn from their wicked ways and pray, I will restore their land and make them whole again. It's it, it, he keeps giving them more chances, more chances, more chances. And at in the end, Israel turned away from God, right? They broke the covenant that God had with them. God did not break it. Well, we can read that, of course, uh, uh, throughout Jesus' life and his ministry as he was uh, bringing fulfillment to the redemption that we are seeing right before our eyes today with Israel, that it is all about redemption. And that's why all this bloodshed. I mean, you have to look and say, okay, as horrible as images are, whether they're Ukraine in our day or whether they're Israel in our day, images are horrible, but Jesus wept. Mm. He wept. He was heartbroken over his people. He called them my people, Israel. In many places, it's it's a very complex thing reading the Bible. It's it's uh, understandable on face value. As you get deeper and deeper into it, you have to take all of the context, all of the verses, and put it all together. You can't just parse out the portions that buttress your preconceived notion of how it should be or what's right. You have to take the entirety. And if you take the entirety, yes, while God at certain times said, I'm, I'm bringing judgment on the land, yeah. on the people, they'll be dispersed here or there yes. for this, this expulsion or that expulsion. You always have to go back and say, but how does that harmonize with the forever promises? That's right. And the end days promises That's of right. when I come back, it'll be like this and, mm-hmm. and Israel will be the chief among the nations mm-hmm. and the Gentiles mm-hmm. will stream to Jerusalem to receive mm-hmm. the instruction from the Messiah himself and all those kind of things. You have to deliberately say, I am not paying attention to that. In the meantime, however, Jeff, it becomes difficult because we're seeing the horrible images on TV, sometimes by very vested interests who want to show you specific images for their purposes. Right. Uh, Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No As horrible as they are, nonetheless, but still we always have to say, wait a minute, Jesus often told us as believers in the New Testament, look up for your redemption when you see this, this, I'll I'll just say, when you see this hell on the earth, because it is hell, that's what's happening. We have very viable and powerful angelic beings who are in rebellion Mm -hmm. to the King of Kings, to the Lord Most High. And he said, when you see that hell, look up, it's coming. And he wrote much about the tribulation Mm -hmm. and the time of the cusp of between when it starts and when the fulfillment comes. And we've done shows on it. There'll be a lot more bloodshed to come. There'll be a lot more territory to be gained by Israel. There'll be a lot more horrible days. But not to be defeated, but to say, no, I'm going to look up because what this tells me, what this says to me, as hard as it is, God is coming soon. God is coming soon. Uh, I was I was uh, reading the uh, Luke uh, Olivet discourse. Okay, and uh, I just want to I want to share a little bit of it if I can. Okay, nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places, plagues and famines, and there will be terrors and governors for my name's sake and it will lead to an opportunity for your testimony and he goes on and that 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 uh, in that discourse but nation will rise against nation and Israel is surrounded surrounded right now by people by nations uh, that want it to not exist and they want it to not exist and and it's interesting to me we talk about evil we talk about Satan we talk about his plan to try to prevent God's plan from happening. And and what happened? Saudi Arabia and Israel were forming a peace. They were forming relationships. They were forming trade agreements. And boom! Coincidentally, uh-huh, 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 uh, Satan incidentally, however you want to say it, okay, all of a sudden this big, huge disruption. Now what people don't know is that they've been talking to Saudi Arabia for almost a year. It's been ongoing. So Iran and Hamas had plenty of time to plan this. They knew what was happening. And as we said on the last broadcast, Iran is the enemy of Saudi Arabia and the enemy of Israel. So they don't want Saudi Arabia and and Israel to get together. They know it's not good for business. It's not good for them. So what do they do? Boom. Right. And, and uh, you know, all, all of this is pretty easy to see uh, from 30,000 feet. Mm-hmm. The, we've been warned of these things. We've, yeah. done, sh- we've done shows on the Man. where one of the very few times where God names names, and Iran plays prominent Persia. in this configuration right. of these people. Exactly. Elam, yep. Persia, yep. Iran, yep. call it what you will, it's yep. the same. Same, yeah. And so we, you're exactly right, uh, Jeff, in that uh, we see that there are dreadful days. There's nations rising against nations. But, you know, uh, we've said this before, too, and this is what we have to remember. There is nothing new, new under, under the, the sun. sun. We and, did a show on that. And who yes, said that? The, Solomon, the wisest man on earth. A genius. Yep. A genius. Yep. How could he be so genius? Yep. Yep. And what else he said is, what has been 
will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. sun. And so when we see these things happening, while we're not happy with them, Mm -hmm. right, we we do know that, hey, it's going to play out, whether it's this war, whether this is Psalm 83 or the Gog-Magog War or the precursor to it, who knows? We're not saying we know, but we know that the players are in position, Turkey, Russia, Iran, these are what the scholars have told us for generations, generations, these would be the players. Uh, we see them lining up, and we see it happening, and it just happened, Jeff, as you said. Who would have thought this would have happened uh, during these days where Saudi Arabia almost had a peace treaty with Israel, but Hamas and Iran, they don't even necessarily know what they're doing, but it has not gone unnoticed, and it should not go unnoticed, nor unspoken to our listeners. Listen, in 1973, they did the same thing when it just so happened that war fell on Yom Kippur. This incursion, this start of whatever's happening, Mm -hmm. wherever it will go, Mm -hmm. this happened exactly 50 years, a jubilee, 50 years to the day, on a day that fell on Shemini Yetzirah or Simchat Torah, which is, they're, they're the same day, but Shemini Yetzirah is the eighth day. Oh. So we are about to see a culmination. Eighth day of what? Well, we've, we've hinted at this a few times, and we've not done a show yeah. yet, but we've hinted on the whole idea of there will be a thousand-year reign in the seventh day right. of Messiah and the eighth day, which Revelation, the book of Revelation, talks about when yes. everything becomes mysterious yes. at the end of that 7,000 yes. years. That yes. is the eighth day. The eighth and day. as you look mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. biblical writings, you see that the eighth day was always so important. This latest war was during the rejoicing of the Torah. That's what it means, Simcha Torah. They were rejoicing in God's revelation. And all of a sudden, the bombs came. From who? Well, you can say Hamas, and that's true. They are simply Iran's, today Iran's, lapdog. They don't do anything but that Iran says today. And they were so close to having this peace deal with Saudi Arabia. Arabia, So who knows where that will go or what the ramifications of that are. But it shouldn't go unnoticed at all. Wait, a jubilee later, we have the exact same thing, another surprise attack out of nowhere. On the same day, not the the same day, the same day. That's exactly right. That's exactly 50 years. Now, just because of our calendar, it fell on. Uh, tabernacles as we call it yeah. right and it came on the eighth day but 50 yeah. years before it fell on Yom Kippur not to be missed that 50 50 years later on Shabbat we have another on Simcha Torah rejoicing of the Torah another surprise attack and, but God you know for our purposes Jeff we have to remember he says and I don't understand this like we were kidding earlier if I were God things would be way different but God said I never slumber I never sleep when it comes to my people, my inheritance, my people Jacob, or my people Israel. I do not slumber. I do not sleep. My eyes are on them from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And that's what we have to know is that there's going to be some miraculous events that occur and have already occurred, by the way. Right. Right. Just miraculous events. There's no way Israel should be still standing even. Right, even standing. Uh, We do know that... uh, 
there's nothing new under the sun, mm. and God is not caught unaware. God is not wringing his hands, slapping his forehead, saying, what am I going to do? But for those of us who believe in the Bible, it's what are we going to do? What are How we are we going, going to, to process do? it? How are we going to respond? And the admonition to pray for the peace of Jerusalem is not negotiable. It's a command, it's right? It's a command. It's a command. Right. Psalm 121 or 22? Yeah, it, it, 22. 122. And yep. it's the imperative. It's not yep. like this is a good idea. It You will do this. Yes. But like everything God requires of us, yep. it comes with a price. And the price from God is, I will bless your family and friends because you were obedient. You yep. were obedient to do what I wanted you I to do. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. Right. And that's a promise as well. Right. right. And so ask yourself, listeners, ask yourself, where do you where do you sit? Where do you lie? Where do you fit in support of Israel in this it's it's not that Israel's perfect and no matter what they do it's right. That's not that's not it. It's that you support them with your prayers and your heart. You pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you pray for their for wisdom to come upon them. You pray for them in, in their battles. You pray for them to make right decisions. You pray for them. You're for them. You're not against them. And that is the key right there. And and I challenge you, I challenge you to go through uh, uh, episode one, two, three, four. I mean, we go through all of the promises that they have to do with Israel in our entire series. We talk about the guarantee, you know, the, the absolute uh, everlasting covenants that God says I will never break. So please, please, please go through that and look at them up. Look them up in the in your Bible and see it for yourself. We are we are part of we Christians are part of cultivated olive tree. We are grafted in. We are grafted in wild olive branch into that olive tree. We are part of the commonwealth of. Israel. We're not Jews. We're, we're Israelis. <laughs> we're Israelites, but we're not Jews. Jew, a Jew is, 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 uh, is hereditary, and, and that's, that's not who we are. But we are adopted in with the full rights of a firstborn son, and we are part of it. And for us to spit in their face, to turn away from them, to abandon them during this time, it's unthinkable. It's unthinkable. You know, I, I just want to say that if if fourteen hundred, if the equivalent of fourteen hundred people were killed in one day in the United States, it would be thirty thousand people in one day. That's the equivalent in the United States. And let me ask you: if somebody attacked in America and killed thirty thousand in one day, I mean we lost three thousand on nine eleven. Three thousand, ten times that in one day, we would be at war. Believe me. So. Asking them to, to cease fire is unconscionable. They need to defend themselves, and they need to do what they need to do to defend themselves. Correct. Uh, the mood in Israel right now is enough is enough. No more just kill a few of us, and then we'll make peace. Yep. Kill a few of us, yep. and then we'll make peace. That's yep. what Hamas wants. That's, That's exactly what the leftists right. want. Yep. That's what the Muslims want that yep. are radicalized. Yep. We're speaking to our Christian brothers and sisters, as it were, right now, and saying, yep. hey, 
where are you getting your information? Yes. Is it biblical information, yes. or yes. are you against God's plan? God's and his plan. plan is about Israel. Israel. It's all about Israel. Folks, that uh, city that comes down out of the sky is Jerusalem. It's Jerusalem. If you think God is done, you have to read the Bible again. It's Jerusalem that comes down, and he calls it his bride. He calls it his bride. So, folks, uh, hopefully we're, we're, we're uh, making our point well here because this is uh, critical to you as a Christian that you understand where your allegiance should be. And again, it's not that everything that they do is right. It's not that they're perfect people. It's that our heart is with them. We are for them. Even though they make mistakes, we want them to be successful. And we care about them. And that's the, the stance that we invite you, Neil and I invite you into right now. This has been a great discussion for this episode of Israel. Why is the Middle East important? I look forward to how this continues to unfold. As you can tell, Neil and I enjoy talking about the subject as it helps us to get to the root of the matter about God and why Israel and the Middle East are so important. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we would love to hear from you. Visit us at our home at Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? That's Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? And you can find us on Facebook using that same title. And you can email us at why is the Middle East important at gmail.com. That's why is the Middle East important at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you like what you hear, please invite your friends to the conversation. One thing Neil and I always say to each other is, I don't know. Because the only way we know is to not know. Once you have it all figured out, you stop learning. And that state of mind is what helps us to learn and grow. We invite you into that journey with us. From Neil Johnson and me, Jeff Pelletier, Shalom and see you next time. Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.